Hello, and welcome to a new episode of I Can Do. I am Benjamin Lee. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you may be. I certainly appreciate it. If you notice, this podcast has no ad in it that my other ones typically do. There really is no intro for this podcast as well. Today, I just want to share some things that have been on my mind and have been on my family's mind. And the title of this podcast is called Some Unwanted Mail. Some Unwanted Mail. So a couple of Saturdays ago, I was actually prepping for a high school devotional. And uh, my wife shared something with me in the Facebook community where we live. Uh, We have a community Facebook page and people can share a variety of things. And one of the um, neighbors had shared something about a packet that she saw in her front yard, I guess, earlier that day. And it was a little zip, zip, uh, Ziploc bag, had some rocks in it, had some pamphlets in it. And as she looked in it and uh, studied it more, it was really more uh, white power, racist um, uh, information that was in it. And uh, obviously, she was very shocked to see this. Other people received some of the same packets as well that had been dropped off or thrown into their yards as well. So this had to be done sometime the night before that Friday evening. And so my wife and I, naturally, we were really shocked and and disappointed in hearing that about what was happening in our neighborhood. Overall, I think we have a really great neighborhood. We've been in the same place now for almost four years. Our son loves the city or the block that we live on. There's lots of kids, a a lot of diversity. So this was very disappointing to to hear and to see. Uh, I will tell you, my mind did go back to 2020 with uh, Ahmaud Aubrey and what happened to him and George Floyd and what happened to him and just all the unrest. And now seeing something like that in my own neighborhood, uh, that really upset me. So it's been it's been almost two weeks now. So what I did that first, uh, after I heard about it, I called our police department. And they did confirm that a lot of people have been calling in about receiving some of these similar packets. So it wasn't just a, a one-time deal. Now, we did not receive anything in our yard, but nonetheless, it still affects us. And it had a pretty big effect on me and my wife. Uh, We did not initially tell my son. We just told him about it a couple of days ago. And we really just needed some time to process this. And it's been almost two, it's been over two weeks now. And this is my first time talking about it on the podcast and things like that. But I just wanted some time and a little bit of space to to talk about it and uh, to really think about it. You know, Unfortunately, there are individuals out there who do believe in these things, that there is some kind of superior race or that other individuals who look different are inferior to them. And these kinds of racist hearts, um, people have to speak out against. Uh, I'm thankful that as a gospel preacher, as a evangelist, uh, I've had numerous opportunities to teach on what the Bible has to say. What was interesting about this packet with what I saw just on social media with the picture that had been taken was that these individuals are using Bible passages to try to prove their points. Well, that's not going to work either because the Bible teaches us in Genesis chapter 1 that we're all made in the image of God. 
And so that includes everyone, whether you're black or white or whoever you may be, no matter what your skin color is, we're all made in the image of God. The Bible tells us in John chapter 3 and verse 16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So God loves everyone. And so this view of individuals who are inferior or, or who are maybe less than human, that's not what the Bible teaches. And I know there's a lot of confusion out there. People have made arguments and things like that with respect to uh, slavery and things like that. But you look in passages like 2 Timothy chapter 1, um, you know, kidnapping and things like that, it's always been condemned. And so there's even a misunderstanding of what people see in the Old Testament uh, when you find individuals who were servants uh, and things like that. There were certain reasons as to why uh, people would fall into that particular kind of category. My point, though, is using the Bible to try to promote hatred uh, and differences among people or people trying to get people to, to feel like they are inferior because of their skin color, that's just not going to work. And yet, this can be a struggle even among godly people because in Galatians chapter 2, the Apostle Peter played the role of a hypocrite where he acted one way with his Gentile brethren, but when the Jewish Christians came around, well, then he acted a different way. You know what Paul had to do? Paul had to call him out. And he didn't call him out to make a show or to kind of puff himself up. No, he did that because the Bible says in Galatians chapter 2 that Peter's heart stood condemned. Stood condemned. He needed to repent. So this issue of racism or, or the biases sometimes that can really get in the way of, of so many people, it's a matter of the heart. Mark chapter 7, it's a matter of the heart. The, the, the challenges or sins that we um, struggle with or are engaged in, it, it starts in the heart. So I wanted to talk just a little bit about this unwanted mail. No one asked for it. Uh, no one appreciated it. I hope no one appreciated it. And I don't know where this mail came from. Uh, I know this has been happening in other places like in Keller, Texas, Colleyville, Texas, Austin, Texas, San Francisco, uh, and in other parts of the country, I believe. But no one has asked for this mail. So why are people doing this? Well, people are doing this, I think, for a couple of reasons. Sometimes there can be some kind of you know, political agenda behind it. People like to stir up fear and hatred and tension. And people really do believe these things that they are dropping off in people's yards. And unfortunately, there are individuals out there that will believe these kinds of things from this unwanted mail. So the, the motivation behind all of this is evil in and of itself and is wrong in the sight of God. We're all made in the image of God. So how do we respond when something like this happens? Well, the Bible tells us to be angry and yet do not sin. Be angry and yet do not sin, according to Ephesians chapter 4, I believe, verse number 26. There are appropriate times to be angry. And yes, I have been angry. And I think about uh, Genesis chapter 4 where Cain was angry with his brother Lot. And that was really more of a problem for Cain. 
And yet there's some application for us because God told him, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you, but you must master it or rule over it. And that can happen for all of us. That can happen to me. That can happen to you where sin can be crouching at the door when certain circumstances can get us to a certain place mentally or spiritually. So we have to be careful. We have to be wise. We have to be diligent to guard our hearts. But it doesn't mean that we can't speak out about this. It doesn't mean that we can't be angry and that justice will take place, that whoever did these things will be caught and um, you know, justice will take place. So it's okay to be angry, and I think we need to be angry. One of the things that I'm seeing is when these things happen, there can be some intimidation of, well, who do I tell, and how much should I say about it, and oh, well, it happened two weeks ago, so maybe it's just not a big deal anymore. No, it's still a big deal, and I can't let it consume my life, and so I won't allow that to happen. But one thing that I do think it needs to do is motivate us to get the word out, And what I mean by that is helping other individuals to see, look, these kinds of things are still happening in 2022. So I reached out to the police department, our HOA, um, our state representative, his office called me back, um, a news station, put it on Facebook. Now I'm doing a podcast because this is what I think is necessary, where people need to know and learn from these things and be aware of what is still taking place in our society. We also need to be very careful with our children as well, because a lot of young people, if not careful, can get sucked into this kind of mentality. And so we need to teach our children what the Bible has to say. We need to teach our children what is true regarding race, that there is no superior race, uh, but we're all made in the image of God. And we need to go back to the Bible. We need to consider Jesus and how Jesus, he died for everyone, even for those who passed out those flyers and packets. And that is what makes the love of Christ so amazing, that he died for everyone. And that those who are willing to repent and be baptized, well, they can be saved. That's a powerful thing for me to think about and for you as well, because the rain falls on the just and the unjust or the the snow and sleet that's coming down here in Texas. Now it falls on the just and the unjust. But if we don't talk about it, if we don't share these things, and I know this is Black History Month, but every day is an opportunity to talk about what's true and help people to learn more about the facts regarding race and racism and what the Bible has to say. What can you do? What can I do? That's what a lot of people ask. Well, number one, can you pray? Will you pray? That's something that we need to do. Number two, can we open up our Bibles and see the truth of the matter? If Peter struggled with this concept or mindset at times, then even Christians today will struggle with this. And there are Christians today who do struggle with this. You look at most churches today, they're pretty much made up of one particular group of people. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a sinful or that it's sin. Sometimes there are a variety of reasons as to why churches are made up of predominantly one kind of group, whether it's white or black or whoever it may be. But it does raise some questions as well, right, of why is that the case? 
And, and how can we bridge these barriers even more? The congregation that I was at in Southeast Texas and Beaumont, Texas, it was about 50% black and 50% white. And I believe churches should look like the community uh, that they're a part of uh, as we share the good news of Jesus Christ and talk to people because Jesus, he died for everyone. And so we should be able all to be able to, to work together and figure this out. And we need to talk about it more. Sometimes people say, well, what if I say the wrong thing? Well, at least you said something. You can say something and retract it, correct it, amend it, whatever, fix it. But too many times we don't say anything. What if Paul had that mentality where he saw the hypocrisy of the apostle Peter and he said, well, what if I say the wrong thing? He is an apostle. He's been an apostle longer than me. He's one of the he, you know, he, he was in the inner three, uh, the, the, the inner circle of, of Jesus. He's Peter. But Paul had to withstand him because he knew there was so much at stake. His soul and Barnabas and his soul and the souls of other individuals. Well, when we have that mindset and heart as well, and there's something to be said even about Peter because evidently Peter listened to Paul. And that is powerful as well. So we can pray. We can understand the facts about what the Bible teaches about truth uh, and and love from God and racism. And that's never been a part of God's plan. And we can speak out when necessary. We don't have to wait for someone else. This is something that I'm learning about myself even more, even with uh, you know, calling state representatives and sharing this message and letting people know because I'm learning now, a lot of people just didn't even know it happened. And I often think that's what these individuals want to happen. Either people have a lot of tension or nobody says anything, nobody was made aware of it, or potentially something else could happen. So we all can do something. There's something that we all can do. And ultimately, we all need to have the mind of Christ. Because when we have the mind of Christ, that changes everything. There's no room for racism. And it can happen in a variety of ways. And I know people can change as well. That's the power of the gospel. That's the power of the love of God. And so I wanted just to talk a little bit about this unwanted male. We also have to remember that We are in a spiritual battle. I believe that. Uh, The Bible teaches that in Ephesians chapter 6, and that there are spiritual and wicked forces at work. So how do we fight back? And make no mistake about it, we need to fight. But how do we fight back? With the armor of God. We fight back by trusting in God learning the truth, sharing the truth. We don't fight with our fist, but we do it the right way, where we allow God, as he said, vengeance belongs to me and I will repay. And so we trust in him and we put on our shield of faith and our breastplate of righteousness and our helmet of salvation and we pick up the sword, which is the word of God, and we have our feet prepared and we have, the, we, we have the, the necessary clothing to be engaged in this spiritual battle against the evil one. 
And we as brothers and sisters in Christ, we support one another. We listen to one another. We pray for and with one another. We help one another. We hurt when others hurt. We rejoice when others rejoice. And that's one of the beautiful things about the body of Christ, that we're not alone, that we don't have to go through these challenges alone. And so I wanted to talk about this unwanted piece of mail. Maybe you think this is just kind of me rambling and maybe that's what I'm doing, but I wanted to share some thoughts and feelings. And I'll say this too, you know, as a black man, I'm African-American, black, maybe some of you never even knew that. Those who are listening from all around the world, uh, maybe you never even knew that. But I had to have a conversation and my wife had to have, me and my wife had to have a conversation with our son. He's 10 years old. We had to tell him about what happened. And we had to tell him that there are people like this out in the world. And we had to help him to understand because he's going to face these kinds of challenges and struggles as he gets older. Is that fair? No, that's not fair. But it's something that he has to understand. And something that we have to do. And we can't be naive about these things. I, I believe there are a lot more good people out there. We've been surrounded by so many good people just on our block alone, and our congregation, and so many other people that we know who are good and pure in heart and striving to do what is right. And yet there are people out there, unfortunately, who are wicked and who are haters of God and who are following the evil one and who view others as less than human or less than themselves that they don't have the right skin color or the same beliefs. And that should not be the case. So what, would, what do we do? We pray. We pray for them. And we pray for one another. We pray for courage that will always stand on the truth that we will do what's right. And if, that, if there is hypocrisy in my heart or your heart, that we will repent as well. Because that is what God has caused us or wants us to do. And you know what else we do? This unwanted piece of mail is a reminder for us to share the greatest piece of news ever given to mankind, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, this man named Jesus of Nazareth, a miracle worker, full of love and compassion and power, innocent, holy and righteous, sinless in nature, and yet came to earth, in the flesh. He was the Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. This is the news. This is the piece of news that we need to share. And he died on the cross for my sin and even for the sin of those individuals who threw those packets in people's yards. And on the third day, early on a Sunday morning, He arose from the grave, never to die again. And he ascended back into heaven where he rules. He has all power and authority. 
and one day he will return for his people. Now, this is the news that we need to share, that all can come to him who are weary and heavy laden, and he says, I will give you rest. That is the mail that we need to be delivering. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians and Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians, all the pieces of mail that we have, the New Testament documents. We need to be sharing God's word with others because people are sharing evil even when people aren't even asking for it. So what better opportunity for us to go and make disciples? Take care and God bless.